Welcome to Redefining Success, the Kingdom Builder Spotlight. I'm your host, Eric L. Dunavant, the Mindset Disruption Strategist and President and CEO of Paradigm. My teams and I redefine success for purpose-driven families and businesses by challenging social norms and balancing family and finance to build kingdom impact and generational prosperity. I believe that there are families and businesses that have learned to give a new definition to the word success from a kingdom perspective. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the next 20 to 30 minutes where we take traditional thinking and turn it upside down. Welcome everyone, this is Eric L. Dunavant, the Mindset Disruption Strategist, to another episode of Redefining Success, the Kingdom Builder Spotlight. And joining me today is Dr. Glenn Vogue. Dr. Vogue and I have known each other for a while. He is an amazing man. He Right now, he's the, what, the owner, the producer of the Dental Lifestyles magazine, but yeah. this man has his hands in so many <laughs> different places. I'm just going to tell you, if you've seen some of my YouTube content and things like that, it's come from his team. So... <laughs> I love this man and what he does and what he stands for. So, Glenn, thank you so much for being here. Eric, thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited. Um, I, I'll tell you, I, I was a, I'll have to admit, I mean, yes, we know each other for a while. We're friends. But I was intimidated coming on here because <laughs> this is a show with just so many amazing individuals. So I'm just hoping, I'm just hoping to live up to all the standards. Hey, that's hey, already I been invited set. you. Don't, don't sell yourself short. I invited you for a reason. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad you're here. So, Hey, first question's always the same. Um, it's a Saturday afternoon. We're sitting around my backyard. I've got the barbecue grill fired up, and I've invited all my friends over. My listeners are my friends. Would you please introduce yourself to my friends? You know, I, I would just tell your friends, like, you know, I am I am the father of Jackson and Kylie Bo, my two just amazing kids. I'm a husband to just one of the best people around, my wife, Susan Bo. And again, like, I'm just someone who, is looking to just serve others, right? My goal, my goal is to live up to the potential that God has given me, right? Mm. And the great thing about potential is that we we don't really know what it is, right? God gives everyone potential. It's up to us to just strive and just to do as much good as possible to hopefully live up to that. And that is my life's purpose, to be the best dad, to be the best husband, to be the best believer possible, and just to bring as much value in the world. And, and really, that's what I'm all about. I love it. I love it. Um, Glenn, what what are you passionate about today? Yeah. yeah. Well, um, it's, it's funny that you brought that up because a long time ago, and when I was first starting out, I kind of put my worth based on what I could accomplish, mm-hmm. how much money I could I, uh, accumulate? How many accomplishments can I achieve? And really, that was my self-worth. And then it wasn't until I talked to a few mentors and they asked me, it's like, well, what do you want with your life? Mm-hmm. I was like, what do you mean with what I want with life? I want to make X amount of money. I want to get X amount of things. It's like, but, you know, what about your relationships? What about your relationship with God, your family, your yeah. friends? What about that? I was like, well, of course, I want to spend a lot of time with them. But what if trying to accumulate X will take you away from why. Yeah. I'm like, well, my why being my family and my friends. I was like, well, I wouldn't want to do that. 
well, then you really need to rethink about what your goals and hopes and dreams are. And so for me, it is to spend time Mm. with people that I love without restriction. Mm. And, you know, and really, if it doesn't align with that, spending time with my loved ones, mentoring, like, and, and nurturing my relationships, spending time in church and getting a stronger relationship with God. If those things are not in alignment with that, yeah. then that's not something I want to do. And so um, that's what I'm excited about. It's just good continuing this journey and trying to live up to the expectations that have been laid upon me by God and, 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 and just trying to achieve my fullest potential. And again, I go back to the potential. We don't know what that is, <laughs> but, but we can keep working towards it. Right. And that's what yeah. makes life so beautiful and so interesting. So I mean, what what intrigues me the most about you, I mean, you started out in a dental practice and yeah. yet you've got your hands in so many other different <laughs> things. How does a dentist discover that they've got other gifts? Yeah. So, you know, it really started with, uh, you know, my love for dentistry, but it's not so much love or teeth and actual uh, craft of dentistry. It was more of the people that were attached to it. Okay. You know, I've always loved creating relationships and helping people and mentoring people and educating people. Mm-hmm. So my goal when I started my practice was to motivate and to impact, positively impact everyone in the four walls of my practice. Mm-hmm. So that was my patients. That yeah. was my team. Then what I discovered is there was a whole world out there, right? There was my peers in dentistry that that needed help, that were struggling with balancing their family life and their practice life and living up to different expectations and whatnot. And so then I started reaching out and working people in my community. What ended up happening was I created a group called Nifty Thrifty Dentists. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whenever people hear that, they're like, what, what is that exactly? <laughs> well, it started as a community to help people spend money on the things that were important. It wasn't about trying to like be a cheapskater. It's more of like, well, you should spend your money here on your team as opposed to maybe buying this shiny new equipment, mm. right? Invest in your team. What ended up happening is that it just morphed into a community where we can all come together as dentists, as dentist practice owners and help each other out. Because I will tell you in dentistry, it's it's a lonely profession. You're in yeah. your practice yourself. You're not practicing with anyone else. You're dealing with so many different things. And it, it, it can become lonely. And you and I, we share a love for fellowship, right. right? We share love for fellowship, interacting with other people, you know, whether that be like different groups in our church, in our community. Humans are meant to, 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 to interact with each other. And so what that, that's what that community did. And of course, building upon that, um, I just wanted to reach more people. And that came with the, the book, then also now the magazine, and again, that that is that is I feel that is my calling in life is to try to bring people together and help level them up and help share information. I whenever I meet people in my community, I learn from them, too. Mm. And so and so that's what it's happened. And, and, and it's grown. And, and hopefully we can take this beyond dentistry. That's the goal. Oh, that'd be ah, ah now you're talking <laughs> about something big. Um, you said potential, huh? <laughs> so <laughs> what's the potential beyond what you've already done? Um, who? As you were kind of coming up and getting this new perspective, who had the greatest influence on you? Or maybe it was one or two people who really kind of challenged you on this perspective of redefining success. You know, Eric, um, I truly believe, I truly believe that no one, that everyone that's ever been successful or ever accomplished anything of significance, they never did it alone. Yeah, They always had someone to help, whether that's a mentor, whether that's someone at church, whether it's a family member. 
for me, uh, obviously my, my parents were a big influence, but one of the biggest influence is someone that helped my family and I, when we first came into this country. Mm. So my name is, my full name is Glenn Leon Vo. Mm. And people always ask me, like, do you have a Vietnamese name? Like, well, what's up? What's going on with that? And I said, no, I was actually named after just probably one of the most amazing men I've ever met. His name was Glenn Leon Rogers. When we came to this country, my um, my father knew him from the military. So we came to this country from Vietnam because my father got a political asylum. Okay. Basically, worked with the U.S. military, and he had two choices. You can stay in Vietnam, take your chances. There's a chance you might get thrown in prison. There's probably a good chance you're going to get executed. Or you can come to the state somewhere you've never been to and start a new life. Mm. Well, he, he, he took the latter, right? He didn't say, I don't want to. Getting executed and thrown in prison for 20 years didn't sound very appealing. So he came over and one of his friends, Glenn Leon Rogers, who he worked with, he was instrumental in getting us settled in Houston, Texas. Okay. And, you know, Glenn, uh, Glenn Leon, who I called him grandpa, he was really big in Catholic charities. He was very big in that. And it's because he wanted to give back. And I remember we were sitting at a Thanksgiving dinner. He always threw a Thanksgiving dinner. He would invite my, our family, every family that he sponsored. And other families, I remember it was jammed. It was at least a hundred people in like a 3000 square foot home. It's yeah. like a hundred people in there. It was, it was crazy. And there's other refugee families over there. And I remember I came up to, to grandpa, I said, grandpa, you know, your family's here. You got like 20 family members and you have all these other people in my family. Yeah. What, what's going on here? Like, why do you invite all these people? It's like really crowded here. He stopped what he was doing. He looked at me, he says, Glenn, the reason why I help your family to help these other families is that at one time I had other families helping my family. Mm. And if I can help you get a leg up in this country, then you're going to be such great citizens. You're going to bring so much value here. That's why I want to help you. And I'm hoping that one day you're going to do the same thing. Wow. So Glenn Leon was paying it forward yeah. before it was even in style. Right. That was what he believed in. He believed in giving back to Catholic charities, bringing in these refugee families, mm. showing them what a Thanksgiving dinner was like in the States. Right. Sharing this culture and planting that seed in each of us mm. that one day we're going to be in the same situation. And and I'm happy to say um, that that it is, you know, so. Um, I know that not, not too long ago, um, there was the fall of Afghanistan. We pulled our forces out and I have been really big and giving back to Lutheran ministries mm. who's been taking care of that. And so it's, it's my goal to, to have a huge get together with a whole bunch of families in my house, right. To just to live up to his legacy. And so I always, um, whenever I'm speaking, whenever I get a chance, I always pay homage to, to Glenn Leon. I, again, I have the honor of, be named after him. And that's what it's all about, right? Yeah. It's to pay it forward, to to help others, to give people a leg up, to not any expect anything from it, but give yeah. them a leg up and hopefully they do the same thing. Mm. As you're getting the opportunity to kind of coach and walk alongside these dentists um, with your Nifty Thrifty Dentist program, what are you finding are the most common misconceptions that, you know, as a, as a dental owner or whatever that they're carrying yeah. Especially again, let's come back to redefining success. Things that yeah. they're wrong about that like your your group is kind of helping them change their thinking on. Yeah. yeah. So one of the and this is for anyone who's a high achiever, um, but especially anyone in the 
any kind of, you know, profession like dentistry, law, medicine and whatnot. It is so easy. It is so easy, especially with social media. It is so easy to see what the Joneses are doing, right? Mm. What are they doing over there? Look at what they have. Look at their practice. They have everything in social media. There's good things and there's bad things, right? right? The bad things is, is that you see almost like a warped sense of reality in social media. Mm. You see highlight reels. You don't see real life. And what ends up happening is some of these dentists are looking at, well, gosh, look at you, Dr. Bo. You, man, you have it all together. You have this amazing practice. You're doing all these things. And look at me. Look at a little old me. What am I doing wrong? What maybe I have to do things I feel in and out And what I tell dentists is at the end of the day, everyone has their potential. God gives everyone their own potential. You answer to no one except God, right? Yeah. And so again, you do the best that you can. You strive to do better. That's all that matters. And it's so dangerous. It is so dangerous. People, Eric, you know this. You probably counseled a lot of these people. Yeah. People go into debt for this. People lose everything when they try to keep up and it's a never ending cycle. And again, the main thing is, is you got to do good for God. You got to do good for your family. Nothing else matters. You just need to take care of them. That's what, that's the opinions that matter most. Dentists, just like so many other people, they fall prey of that. And we, we mm-hmm. always work. And again, I've coached so many dentists and, and, and helped them get that because I was that person too. I felt like I had to live up I had to outdo this next person. I had to live up to these other things. And reality, I just have to live up to the potential that God bestowed on me and just be a good father and a good husband. That's all that matters. So if <laughs> you you don't have to do this, but I would love it if you would. Yeah. Like, what's maybe some of the biggest mistakes or maybe the biggest mistake you made in your dental practice as you were going that you kind of use as a lesson to teach in this group? Oh, gosh. Yeah, so it's it's going to go back to not having uh, your priorities straight, right? So a lot of times, whenever we build business, if you look at, I tell people, if you look at the highest achievers in our society, right, and you really looked at their life, mm-hmm. you look at their business. Oh, they created this amazing business. They're they're a legend, right? Yeah. Then you look over to the other side, their family. <laughs> what does that look like? Right. right. I will tell you, nine times out of ten. It's a train wreck in their personal life, right? Multiple marriages, no relationship with family and whatnot. You know, on a a smaller scale, we each have that decision. We always walk into this fork in the road. You know, Mm -hmm. if you worked a little bit harder, if you just did a little bit more, you can achieve this. But when you say yes to something, you say no to something else. And most of the time it's no to family. And so for me, when I was uh, at one time, I had three practices, busy practices, really important practices. But the thing is, is that, well, if I wanted that and do these other things, I had to say no to something. And I remember uh, just like it was yesterday, uh, I had a lot of headaches. Um, I was dealing with these headaches. I got referred to a neurologist. I sat down with a neurologist. He says, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to get you on this medication. You're going to be good. And then he stopped what he was saying. And he said something almost un- doctor like right he looked at me and he says all right well i can keep taking care of you i think we got this under control but i want to give you a couple of choices here dr bo um we can keep seeing each other and whenever you have these extra headaches we can just dosage we can do these different things and you can keep working or you can change your lifestyle and we don't ever have to see each other again 
Hmm. This is coming from a physician who makes his money seeing me. And it was, again, I, 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 there's a, I always, but I believe in signs and this was a sign. Right. And I looked at him and says, doc, um, I love you. I'd love to, we could still hang out. We can, we can actually hang out. We can have lunch. (laughs) We can go, you know, go work out or something, but I don't ever want to see you in this room ever again. Yeah. And that is when I decided I'm going to scale back. I'm going to focus on one practice. I, within a couple of months, I sold the two other practices and we just focused on one and I've been a lot happier and been able to just get to the point where I can be more present with the family. And, and again, could I have scaled it up from three to five? Sure. Yeah. Could I have had more team. Could I plan it a little bit more? Sure. But what my family wanted what my true goals were, it was in alignment with that, right? Yeah. My, my, my true goals were being able to take my son to his wrestling practice, take my daughter to swimming practice, spend time with the people I love without restriction, yeah. right? Yeah. Whenever you have all these other responsibilities, the, the freedom to do that goes down. So that was one thing I learned. And what I've learned was when I tell all my coaching clients, anyone who wants any advice from me, get clarity, mm. get clarity on what you want. I'm not saying that these guys who built these legendary companies and they didn't have much of a relationship, I'm not saying they did anything wrong. I'm not actually not even judging them. What I'm saying is that we all have a decision to make Mm. and understand that your decisions come with real consequences. Right. If you're okay with that. And again, even my decision, Eric, uh, to not keep building this dental, all my dental practices there was a serious consequence. I probably missed out on possibly building something really amazing, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because I'm happy with this decision where I can be a dad, which I love being It's the best job in the world. It's, I will tell you what, being a dad or being a mom, that is going to make you a better person. Mm. You're forced to become better. I mean, that <laughs> is like that you, you you have no choice, right? Unless you don't <laughs> care. You have no choice. And so, um, I, I, I don't I don't judge anyone on their decisions. Just understand the decisions you make come with real consequences. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, I mean, you said this, but I really kind of want to revisit. You yeah. said that you could have done more, but you're content or happy with where you are. Yeah. I but but isn't there some element of and maybe again, I'll, I'll give you the permission to be wrong on this. Sure, yeah. At least what I found is on the people who've pulled back. Like they've had more success than they expected to have, even when they pulled back. Like, oh my goodness, yeah. if I cancel all this, then I'm going to miss out on all of this. But yeah, like yeah. the the singular focus actually gives them more success in that singular focus than they ever thought they would have. So talk about Absolutely. that a little bit. Absolutely, you know, um, I, I uh, Eric, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer with asking you a question. Sure, <laughs> sure. Has there been a time in your life where you had a setback? And you were really disappointed, but down the line, as you went through the seasons of life and worked through those obstacles, you come back and say, man, I'm really glad that happened. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. that, that was a blessing in disguise. Has that happened to you before? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I would this say year. that, yeah. And I would say that everyone goes through that. Right. Yeah. And again, um, you know, we have, it's all about science, right? It's all about going with what you are good at, what you're passionate about, what you're meant to do, right? When I say, it's such a cliche, like, oh, you should do what you're meant to do, right? It's such a cliche. But the thing is, is that everyone knows in their heart, right? Like what what, what they're good at, what they're meant to do. So 
could I have, could I have kept on going on that path and, and make those decisions? Of course. Yeah. Right. But where I'm at today it's so much better for me. It uses so much more of my skills, mm-hmm. what I'm passionate about, but also I'm able to impact more people. I would say that, you know, if we're talking about, you know, dollars or success, I would say that I'm probably exceeded more than what I've probably done the other way. Now, does that mean that I could have been successful doing like opening more practice? Of course. But I, a mentor always told me just because you can do something, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should be doing it. Right. right? Just right. because, you know, I, I, you know, I, I make some really good barbecue. Should I open a, a barbecue shop? I could, <laughs> I could do it. Doesn't mean I should. Right. right. And so again, it's all about just understanding, getting that clarity. That is so important because what's, what's clear for me, what's important to me might not be important to you. And again, we're not judging here. Like if yeah. you feel like that is more important in your life, that's good. Because I'll tell you what, all these guys that created these amazing companies, Eric, they've helped out a lot of people. Sure. They've yeah. made a tremendous impact. Now, did it help their family? And I mean, not so much. Right. But again, they did something positive. Right. And so um, no, no judgments there. Just understand that you got consequences. Right. You got to have clarity there. Well, I, what I'm getting at, and I'm going to have you expand a little bit on, because yeah, you yeah. made the statement, you said that you've had as much or more success than you probably could have had opening the other practices, which yeah. comes back to a kingdom principle from Matthew 6.33, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. And so what I find a lot of times when you're looking at success is we think that it's building the multiple practices and everything that'll give us what we want. But what you're even telling is by being a better dad, you got everything that you needed. You got everything that, and, and it exceeded what maybe even you could have done the other way. So like everybody's like, I want to have this life. I want to have the life where I have the family and I have the balance and I have the business. And so many times we think it's by chasing the business that we get it, that God's kingdom principles are so much upside down that when we actually, when you slowed down, God actually opened you up to more potential than you could even see by running so hard after the other. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, again, there's lessons there, right? right. Uh, sometimes, um, you know, uh, sometimes other people are the lesson. Sometimes you're the lesson, right? Sometimes you're the lesson for someone else. Sure. And so I, I, I and that's actually, I, I can't even take credit for that. It was actually someone uh, at my church. Uh, she came up and, and did a testimony. She was, she fought breast cancer multiple times. And she said that. She got up there and shared her story. And, you know, of course, you know, we laid hands and, and prayed for her. But she's like, I'm I'm not I'm not sharing the story because I'm looking for any pity. I'm not sharing the story for, for anything else other to let you know that m- me going through this experience, I I'm the lesson. Mm. I'm the lesson for, for you. Right. Mm. And so and so going back to, to what you're saying is that, you know, um, being a dad, being a husband, um, I will tell you those, that's the, that is the hardest jobs I've ever had. It is hard to this day. I've, I've been, you know, I've been married for 15 years. Eric, I know you've been married for a lot longer and I always make jokes. I'll talk to like relatives. I'll say, you, like, how'd you do it? It is so difficult, mm. right? But it is so rewarding because it teaches you to become a better person. Teaches yeah. you to become more patient. Teaches you to become more tolerant. Talk about raising kids, yeah. right? And yeah. patience, right? And then also 
that holds you to a higher standard as well. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm very careful about what I say now. I'm yeah. very careful about my habits because how can I tell my son uh, at wrestling practice when they're, when they're running sprints at the end and he's tired, I said, son, just keep at it. You're doing good. Just keep at it. Mm-hmm. How can I tell him that? And I don't even go to my own workouts. Right. Mm-hmm. So again, I just love that um, every stage in life, God sets it up yeah. to help you continue to level up. Right. People are saying, well, you know, uh, what's the point of having kids and all these things? That's another part of your journey. Yeah. Right. You you went through this journey where you were single and you all you focus on work and now you're in this different phase in your life. And then when your kids get older and have grandkids and whatnot, it's different. That's what makes life so beautiful, right? Absolutely. There's all these stages, there's all these obstacles that they force you to become better. Mm-hmm. And so um, so going back to what you were saying, for me, once I got that focus on family, that actually made me better. It yeah. made me, it made me more well-rounded. It made me really excel. And also I'll tell you this too, having a set schedule with the, with the kids and their practices and whatnot, it made me more efficient. Like <laughs> I, I know, I know I have to take them to their practice. I I got to get all my work done as opposed yeah. to if the kids weren't there, I felt like all the time there. So hopefully that answered the question. No, there. It does. Again, I, I, I always go back. Um, there's um, again, like whether whether you're a Christian, whether it doesn't matter what religion that 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 you believe in, but do understand that there's so much there's so much that you get from having uh, being in touch with your spiritual self. Mm-hmm. It's, there's so much in there, and there's so many lessons in there. And it, at the end of the day, it will help you just get to another level, help you become a better person. So uh, I always tell people that um, you know having some kind of relationship with God is so important in your whole journey and your whole life. And that's something I experienced myself. We can even have a whole podcast about it. <laughs> I experienced myself, but I tell everyone to, to always seek that, that relationship with, with God. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Glenn, what, if people are kind of following you and want to know the things that you're doing, and I know you do coaching and consulting, yeah. you've got the, the thrift, the nifty thrifty dentist, what's yeah. the best way for them to do that? Well, I'll tell you what, this, the best way is to start drglenvo.com. You know, um, I, uh, there's everything there. There's some podcasts that, uh, hopefully I'm going to get you on Eric as well. I talk to other entrepreneurs, but, um, you know, I want to be of service. So if anyone ever has any questions, need to pick my brain, go to my website, send me a message. Uh, I'll connect. I'm also on social media. Very easy to find Glenvo. um, reach out. I'm here to help out. If I don't have the answers for you, if I can't help you, uh, chances are I I know someone who do, uh, mm-hmm. who, who can help you. And again, I know Eric, right? So again, there's a wealth <laughs> of information right there. If anything, if I can't answer something, I know Eric knows somebody. So just <laughs> reach do. out because at the end of the day, um, if I can help you in a positive way, then I've done my mission. Mm-hmm. That is my mission in life is to make as many positive impacts as possible um, to, to, to live up to that potential. I love that. Um, last well, is there anything you didn't get to share? Any stories you didn't get to that you wanted to say while you were on? Uh, the show Eric, I, I, Eric, I don't know, man. I think I think I like shared too much. But hey, if people, if you like those stories, again, feel free to to to, to, to come out. I can I can definitely share with you what not to do. I made plenty of mistakes, <laughs> but um, you know, mistakes to me is just a way for you to find the right way, right? Uh, so yeah, again, absolutely. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, you can learn from things I did, so you don't have to experience that. <laughs> 
if you can't learn from someone else, you, then you'll have to learn yourself. You know, that's exactly. The, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But Glenn, we've come to the end of the show. My last question is always the same, but I'm going to ask it of you in three generations. What do you hope your great grandchildren remember about you? Gosh, you know, um, hopefully, hopefully it's just the, the, the love of what I've learned from, you know, not only my family, but from my godfather, uh, Mr. Glenn Leon Rogers is to always pay it forward to always be of service to others. You know, the best way to create a long lasting legacy is to pass down positive memories, right? Mm. We can leave money, we can leave things, right? But if you pass on positive memory to your kids, right? And their kids and whatnot, that's what lasts forever, right? So again, I, I hopefully by the time, uh, you know, that third generation comes around, just say, oh, you know, I just remember, you know, grandpa telling me about his grandpa doing this amazing thing. And now we do this new tradition. So that is my, my goal is to keep creating these uh, memories. And hopefully some of these memories become a tradition that uh, people can look fondly on. That's so good. So good. Glenn, thank you for being on. What a great interview. Thank you. For Eric, thank you so much time. for having me on. And uh, and, I, and I appreciate it. I can't wait to, to watch this episode. Absolutely. Everyone, thank you so much for being with us. We'll be with you again next time. God bless you. Have a fantastic day. Eric L. Dunavit here. Thank you so much for joining us for Redefining Success, the Kingdom Builder Spotlight. If you're a business owner or a family who is actively redefining success or have thoughts on kingdom impact or generational prosperity, and you would like to be a guest on the show, then I invite you to apply. Visit www.ericldunavant.com slash podcast slash apply. Also, if you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to share that either through text or social media. Take a screenshot of the show and share that and share what you learned. If you know anyone that should be a guest on our show, we would also love for you to connect us to them. The best way to do that is to use hashtag redefining success. I love to read your thoughts and shares on social media, and we also are honored just to get any recommendations of people that you think we should be interviewing on the show. We are constantly adding new content, adding new podcasts. So first and foremost, I'm going to recommend that you subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. Also, you, all of your likes, your reviews, your shares, all of that makes a big difference to the show. So if you'll include those when you can, we definitely appreciate it. If you'd like to get in touch with me, visit www.ericl360.com and all of my connections to social and other ways to get in touch with me are there. This is Eric L. Dunavant, the Mindset Disruption Strategist, signing off. Until next time.